0: I'm gonna share a word called weakness gone. I was looking for many titles for this and I thought, what can I get? Like weak no longer, weak for now, but not too long. Weakness gone. That sounds good to me. Who feels weak sometimes? Yeah. We all have we all sometimes have feel weakness, but you know, we also have weaknesses, and that's what I want to focus on. Not feeling weak, but having weaknesses. You know, we've all got weaknesses. Some are worse than others. You, know, like you might have a weakness for ice cream. <laughs> you might have a weakness for chocolate. You know, I was talking to one of my clients the other day and I said, every time I eat chocolate, I remi- I'm reminded of you. Because when I eat chocolate, I eat dark chocolate and I have one square. That's pretty much it for me because I just can't handle too much sugar. But she eats milk chocolate, fruit and nut, The whole block, like the whole block. Like I can't understand anyone who could eat a whole block of chocolate. I eat one little square. Anyway, that's obviously her weakness, but you can't tell. She's not a big lady, she just uses a lot of energy. So, you know, you might have a weakness for chocolate. You might have a weakness for ice cream. You might have a weakness for video games. You might have a weakness for money, chasing money one of your weaknesses might be procrastinating just wasting time you know some people just waste time you know they just fiddle around and play their phone and do all kinds of things and waste time and they should be doing other things some people their weakness is overwork you know they just can't stop they can't relax they can't put it down they just bring their work home with them and they They stew over in their minds with it and they just can't sleep properly and they just overwork. Um, Other people, their weakness is just being grumpy. (laughs) Just being grumpy, some people are grumpy. Why, who knows? Circumstances, they live with irritating people. It could be hormones, it could be many reasons, but you know, we all have weaknesses. And as you're sitting there, like me you're probably thinking yeah mine's this and mine's that and I hope no one knows (laughs) so let's get to the word you know sometimes we can look weak or can be weak or feel weak but it may be deceptive and um, people can misconstrue other people's weaknesses and I want to go to a passage in the Bible and this is when David was facing Goliath okay It says, when the Philistine, when Goliath, and he's a nine-foot giant, and he's got all his armor on, he's got his spears, he's got all his weapons, and he looked at little David, this little Jewish guy, he was about 17. And when the Philistine looked about and he saw David, he disdained him. For he was only a youth, he was just a young kid ruddy and good looking okay it's like oh he won't want to mess up his looks fighting with me (laughs) so the Philistine said to David am I a dog that you come to me with sticks so he was mocking him he looked at David and he saw him as weak he saw him as weak and sometimes people can look at us and make a judgment he looked at him he thought, I'm a big, tough guy. This is a little pipsqueak. Heard that word, pipsqueak? <laughs> we know it, don't we? It means he's just a little guy. He's no threat to me whatsoever. He's very weak. He's a handsome-looking guy, so he won't want to get scarred in battle. And then he's basically saying, what am I, a dog? You come at me with sticks. You've got nothing to use against me. But, of course, David stands up to him. David's not weak at all. This is what David says to him, hang on. David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, who you have defied. So Goliath has just looked at him, thought he's weak, and threatened him. Threatened him. Now Goliath looks strong, but his weakness is his pride. His weakness is he thinks he's strong. His weakness is he thinks he's strong because he's got his armor on, he's much bigger, he's much stronger, and so he's going to win the battle. But of course we know the story. He lost the battle and He lost his head as well. So, you know, David wasn't weak at all. He didn't have weakness in him. It says he actually ran towards Goliath. He ran towards the challenge and he won it because he had the strength of the Lord in him. Okay, he didn't have weakness. He didn't bow to those threats. You know, sometimes threats come against us and it weakens us. Sometimes criticism comes against us, and it weakens us. But not David. He knew that God was with him, and that was his strength. You know, sometimes we have to think, what's my weakness? You know, you do these, these things in, you know, psychological tests, your weaknesses, your strengths, and all that, right? And most of us know our strengths. But a lot of us don't know our weaknesses and what causes our weaknesses. One of the things that weakens us is the fear of man. The fear of what people think of us. And it weakens us and it makes us do things that we wouldn't normally do. You know, when you look at social media and Facebook and things like that, just comments on there can weaken, especially young people, can weaken them to the point of suicide. It weakens them to the point of suicide. The fear of man, what will they think of me? What will they say about me? Will they accept me? Will they reject me? Am I popular? All these things can make us feel weak or make us feel strong. And it causes us to believe lies. We then believe lies about ourselves, what people say about us or write about us. Then we begin to believe it. We begin to believe lies, and that will weaken us. I'm ugly, I'm too fat, you know, I'm not smart enough. I'm I'm not married, I don't have children, I'm a failure. You know, I'm not as good as them. And so these are lies that we begin to believe and that weakens us and when we are weak it becomes a weakness Okay. other things that weaken us is things that we cannot fix things we can't fix and things we can't change you know that can become a weakness in us it will discourage us you know disappointment all these things will drag us down and like I said constant criticism because we can't change this or we can't change that or we're in a certain situation it can weaken us another thing that can weaken us is bad news bad news when something doesn't happen when we want it to happen it's called hope deferred it's not going to happen now we'll have to wait maybe a long time hope deferred makes the heart sick. And when your heart's sick, you are weak. When you're believing for something and it doesn't happen when you want it to happen, it can weaken you. It can weaken your faith. It can weaken your positive attitude. You know, it can bring it down. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. So that's on the outside. Then there's things that happen on the out in the inside. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's an outside influence that can weaken us. There are other things on the inside that weaken us, and that is our propensity to sin, our weaknesses. You know, everyone has weaknesses. You know, um, Samson. Solomon, King David, they all had inner weaknesses. They all had weaknesses for women, foreign women or just women as such. And it weakened them. It weakened their leadership. It weakened them as a father. It weakened them as, a, as men of God. When they were um, people who you would look to, you know, they, they caused people to stumble and it affected their generations, their weaknesses, your weaknesses, mine, they affect those around us and they can affect the generations. We need to live our lives properly. We need to live our lives well because it influences others, okay? So, another thing that can really weaken us too is ignorance, you know? If you're an ignorant person, you can be very weak. Like sometimes people say, did you know blah, blah, blah? And they go, no, I didn't know that. And you think, gosh, what's wrong with them? (laughs) And you kind of look at them as if there's something wrong with them. It is a weakness. Ignorance is a weakness. There's a saying, ignorance is bliss. It's not. (laughs) Ignorance is ignorance. And the things that we're not aware of can really bring us down and even harm us. What else can weaken us? Well, like I said, with Goliath, it was pride. Pride in his strength. And in Matthew, Peter also, he was a strong guy. He was a tough fisherman. And then he began to follow the Lord. And he felt strong. I am strong. I'm faithful to the Lord. And Peter said, Even if everyone's made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. I'll never let you down. That's what he said. Jesus, I will never let you down. I'm strong. I'm full of faith. All right? And of course, he denied Jesus three times. And then when they were praying, they are supposed to be praying, they were sleeping. Jesus was praying, they were sleeping. Jesus came back and he said to them, Watch and pray. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit's willing. Peter's spirit was willing. He was so faithful to the Lord, but he was weak. When the crunch came, he denied him. Jesus said, You deny me three times. He's like, No way. But he did, because he had a weakness in him. His weakness was, he thought he was strong, but he wasn't strong enough. He wasn't strong enough. And that's why Jesus warned them. He said, the spirit is willing. He wasn't scolding them, he was warning them. I know you want to be faithful. I know you want to follow me. But you know what, it's not easy. And he could say that. Why? Because he had been praying three times for the breakthrough himself. That's why he said, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. And he said to the Father, Father, if it's possible, knowing that it wasn't possible, if it's possible, then let this pass from me. I don't really want to have to do it, but I know I have have to do it and I will do it. But there was that struggle. Not that he was weak, but that he was challenged. And he was saying the same to the disciples and to us. The spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, that's just like us anytime. We wanna pray, we wanna read the word. <laughs> but sometimes we're just, just too tired. You know, there's just too much going on. So he said, I know you're willing, but the flesh is weak. So just be aware of these things. Be aware. He had just overcome it. So he said, Watch out, guys. You know, acknowledging weaknesses or acknowledging weakness is not saying that I don't have faith. You can acknowledge a weakness but still have faith. Okay? It's actually being honest. It's being honest. When you acknowledge a weakness in your life, whether you acknowledge it public to to your friends or to anyone else, or you just acknowledge it to yourself, be aware of it. Acknowledging that doesn't mean you don't have faith. It's just a certain area that you're challenged in and that you can work on. You can work on it. We can overcome these things. How do I know? Because the Word of God tells us Jesus understands In Hebrews 4 it says we don't have a high priest who can't sympathize with our weaknesses but Was in all points Tempted as we are Yet without sin so he understood he can sympathize with our weaknesses But he didn't have that same weakness in him he was tempted but he didn't sin. That's the difference. He understands totally when we struggle with things. He understands totally when we're challenged with things because he was flesh and blood, just like us. He can sympathize. He understands. (laughs) You know, sometimes you might think, oh, you don't understand, Lord. He does, absolutely does. But he was able to press through it without sin. And then, of course, we've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the Holy Spirit. When Jesus went away, He said, I'll send you a helper. Why? It says exactly here in Romans 8. The Holy Spirit, or the Spirit, also helps in our weaknesses. When we don't know how to pray, when we struggle in our prayers, You know, he helps us in our weaknesses. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes or makes intercessions for us. We allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us. He helps us in our weaknesses. You know, after the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, Jesus said, You know, he said, You're going to receive power. You're going to have power when the Holy Spirit comes. And the disciples, when Jesus left, were hiding out in a room full of fear. And the Holy Spirit came. And suddenly that weakness was gone. And the strength came. And the power came. And they overcame with this power of the Holy Spirit. And then it says in uh, verse 28, We know that all things work together. Regardless of what you're struggling with, regardless of the weaknesses, the Holy Spirit will help. And we know then that all things will work together for good. For those who love God and for those who are called according to His purposes. You know, we're all called according to His purposes. We love the Lord. Therefore, things will work out. Things will work out. No matter how weak you might feel, the Holy Spirit will strengthen, strengthen, strengthen us. A few more verses to get this in. In Ephesians 6, Paul says this Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. You know? They were probably struggling too, feeling weak. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not your own might, not your own strength, but in his. Put on the whole armour of God, the armour of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So he's saying, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from the Lord. Because weakness comes what? As a while or as a trick of the devil. Weakness comes from the devil. He comes in many ways to weaken us. But Paul's saying, be strong in the Lord. Put on the armour of God. What do you do? Physically put on something? No. The armour of God, I think I've taught on it before. I'll teach on it again if you want more of that. It covers us from head to toe. It's the word of God. It's the presence of God. It's the power of God. It's prayer. It's all these things that protect us against the tricks or the wiles of the devil. The tricks of the devil is what weakens us. But the power of God, the spirit of God is what strengthens us, okay? It's not about feeling weak. You might feel weak, But it doesn't mean you are weak We are strong in the Lord And the power of His might It's not about our feelings It's about faith in God Faith in His Word Faith in His promises Faith in His presence Faith in His goodness Okay And Paul You know, Paul had faith Paul was a mighty apostle of the Lord, but at the beginning, this is what he said to the Corinthians, and he was totally honest. He said, I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. He's been honest, totally honest. You know, when they saw Paul and they heard Paul, they thought, wow, wow. What a mighty man of God. But he said, I'll be honest with you. I was with you, I felt weak. I felt afraid, trembling. My speech, my preaching. He said, I wasn't confident in what I was saying. I wasn't confident in what I was doing. But I know God was with me. And I know he helped me. The anointing was there. He said, The human me, that part of me, my humanity, felt very weak. But my spirit was strong and I was able to stand and I was able to speak and I was able to deliver the word of the Lord because of the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what he said at the beginning. Look, I felt weak and afraid. But later, in the book of 2 Corinthians, he says this. God said to me, The Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. We are perfected by the strength of the Lord when we feel weak. If you feel weak sometimes, you feel these weaknesses, allow the grace of the Lord. Allow the strength of the Lord to come in, acknowledge these things, be open, be honest with the Lord, you know, or get someone to pray with you as well. If you're struggling with things, get someone to pray with you. God says, my strength, my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So when there's a sense of weakness, that's when God's strength can come into our lives. You know, sometimes we sing songs like, Oh, more of you, Lord, more, more, more. Sometimes we have to go into places of weakness to feel more of God's strength, to feel more of God's presence. Are you willing to do that? Are we willing to do that? Sometimes not. But he's saying it's okay. It's okay. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. And then the last verse that I want to share, one of my favourites, in Isaiah 29, says he gives power to the weak. He gives power to the weak. You know, in the world, when you're weak or you're down, they will put you down even further. They'll tread on you and off they'll go, make their way to the top. They'll trample you underfoot in the world, but it says he gives power to weak to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. He doesn't put you down when you feel weak. He doesn't put you down when you are weak. He will lift you up. He will strengthen you. So who's it talking to? It says those, two verses later, it says those who wait on the Lord. So it's not for everyone. It's for those who wait on the Lord, for those who draw near to him, for those who seek him out, for those who pursue him, those who wait, that means entwine. In Hebrew, it means to entwine and connect like a vine, like a grapevine. Have you seen the little tendrils go around the grapevine? Connected, totally connected. Those who are connected, those who wait on the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. I don't know about you, but I love that verse. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, sometimes we feel like, I can't run. I feel so weak. I'm weary. I'm tired. I can't walk. I feel like I'm going to faint. I'm over it. That's sometimes how we feel. But as you wait on the Lord, that weakness will deplete. The strength of the Lord will come. And those weaknesses in us, He will deal with, if we are honest with Him. You know, it's the beginning of a new year, it's the beginning of a new year. And there's things in our lives that we don't want there and sometimes we can't do anything about it, but we can bring it to the Lord. It might be a habit, it might be an attitude, it might be just a way that you think, a perception that you have, but it's a weakness. It might be a lie that you're believing about yourself and you don't want to. It may be something you feel about yourself, but you don't want to. It's a weakness. Bring it to the Lord, bring it to the Lord. Let's do that right now. Let's do that right now. Lord, we just thank you that you are the strength of our lives and that when you come into our midst, that strength comes and power comes and weakness can go. Lord, we pray that those things that the the devil brings, the enemy brings, to weaken us that will be revealed and be removed from our lives lord the things that we can't change in others and the things that we can't change in ourselves that weaken us we pray that you would have your way you would have your way that you would take our weakness and make us strong, take our weakness and make us strong, strong in you. Lord, let us be those ones who wait on you, who are entwined with you, who are connected to you and whose strength comes from you. We just release those things. The things we're aware of, we release them to you. And Lord, those things we're not aware of, we ask that you would take, take, take. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. If anyone would like prayer, I want to pray with you. Otherwise, have an awesome week. Enjoy celebrating. This Lunar New Year. (laughs) This New Year. Okay. God bless.